another episode of Therapy Out in the Open. I am your host, Aaron, and this is Aaron Talks. I'm excited to have Gary Trey Taylor uh, with us today. He is a fellow social worker as well, hailing from Caroline County, Virginia. Um, he is a social worker. He is a father. He is a husband of five years. He recently celebrated a birthday and uh, anniversary. Uh, he is passionate about sharing his journey with other men to be better men, spouses, and fathers. So welcome, Trey. Welcome. Hey, I appreciate you, man. Thank you for having me on, man. It's a blessing. And finally getting able to have a conversation, especially about uh, making us better men, man. So I'm thankful. Appreciate you, man. Yeah, so um, as we as you told me, you are familiar with the flow of Aaron Talks. It's a very um, candid and very uh, casual, just chilling conversation, but it kind of gives a feel of what therapy would look like. Um, it's always interesting when I have another uh, therapist colleague on on the virtual couch. It's always interesting. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think so. It's going to be... <laughs> I know. I was like, why do y'all subject yourselves to this? Because <laughs> <laughs> we want to be better, man. We want to be better, right. man. And we want to make sure that, you know, we're, we're also, you know, working with the people that we work with. We want to make sure that we're giving them the right stuff, too, man. So it's always iron and sharper than iron, I said, you know. No, I agree. I agree. You know, we got to do our own therapy. I, you know, I have mine this afternoon. So, um, you know, we got to, we all got to, you know, get our support and get our help. So, I definitely agree with that. Yes, sir. So, yes. um, so let's let's dive right in into um, you know, I know you've recently celebrated an anniversary, so um, congratulations to that. Mm -hmm. Um, so how has marriage? How has that journey been for you? Man, you know, marriage has been um, it's been an interesting journey, man. I wouldn't trade it for anything. I love it. Um, I, you know, I will say that you know, for a long time in my life, um. I didn't see myself as a uh, actual husband, um, nor did I see myself as a father. And um, that, I think, coupled with my uh, parents um, ended up divorcing in my early 20s. And so with my idea of marriage, um, I didn't see it until I, I actually met my wife and she kind of instilled that in me and, and saw within me what I couldn't see within myself. And so um, five years later, man, and I think we've been together for, we've been together five years, we've been together for eight years, you know, five years married and eight years later, man, I've, I've, I've seen marriage with this, this different view and perspective. And, um, I'm a, I'm a very, I'm a very passionate person about marriage and protecting marriage values. And I'm really not big on people talking about marriage, um, in, in, in like in a negative manner, um, mm -hmm. because I, I value it really much and I cherish it. And that's because of my experience with, with marriage and, and, and seeing it and understanding it and um, growing in it as well. You know what I'm saying? For the, from the first year to the five, fifth year. That's dope. I mean, I, 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 you know, what I heard you say was that, you know, at first you had kind of, you never thought, thought of yourself as getting married. Um, and I could definitely um, relate to that because it was never like, I think, you know, growing up, you know, I think, well, yeah, I'm gonna get married and I'm gonna have, like, that was never like my thought. I knew I wanted, and I always said, like, I knew I wanted a family, but I did not, um, I guess, I guess it was just like, I assumed I was gonna get married, but it wasn't that, like, yeah, I'm gonna get married, yeah. but it's kind of like, I wanted a family. I knew I wanted a family. I wanted a cohesive, um, 
kind of dynamic, you know, with my you know wife and children, things like that. But I never thought about like the marriage, marriage part. Um, so that's yeah, that's that's interesting. And I knew I wanted to be a father. I, like I knew I always knew that. But um, I can, you know, um, I never really thought about marriage like that. And another thing I heard you say was that the the negative um, conversations around marriage and. Um, and you do hear that a lot, and I think based off of people's experience and based off of what they were exposed to, mm-hmm. kind of create that narrative about uh, marriage. And and and, but there are some beautiful things about it too. And doing a lot of marriage counseling uh, kind of drove uh, the, the the reason to have um, the husband file series because. It's just like, yo, we need uh, continued support, continued like um, dialogue around our our expectations and about what you know our ideas about marriage and how we could improve on that. Um, so that was kind of what brought on Black Kings Need Therapy too. Is like, yo, we need Black Kings. We need a uh, we need therapy to kind of manage our feelings. And then husband fathers are like, okay, in addition to that you know to to navigate through marriage and, and all of that stuff so yeah i agree i agree yeah. i agree that i mean it's crazy how you say that because that with the experience piece i mean like i said because even though i never seen myself being married um prior to meeting my wife and stuff like that and, and being a father like i've always respected it and even but even my experience though was you know shoot i just seen my parents you know what i'm saying divorced and I, i'm pretty sure like and my my parents was like the, uh, you know the they was they was moms and dads to other people in the community too. My friends, you know, all my friends are still close to my dad, mom to this day. You know what I'm saying? So when that happened, it not only just affected me, it affected right. a, a community. Um, right. And so you know, seeing that that was my experience. And so you know, with like I said, coupled with not even seeing myself as a husband, I was like, dang, like you know what I'm saying. You know, this 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 could, could happen, and I, I I didn't see myself as a husband anyway. I'm gonna probably be this eligible bachelor for a long time, you know, and <laughs> focused on school, you know, and then right up, and God was like, nope, here's my wife, boom, <laughs> you know, what I'm saying, changed my whole perspective. Absolutely. Well, I, and I like that, and I said, um, I like how you said that you view marriage through kind of um, a spiritual lens that must be rooted in God. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, um, tell me a little bit more about like what you mean by that um, I just don't I think you know from a marriage standpoint you know if you don't have God at the, the center of the foundation of marriage um, then I don't think it's going to really really work in your favor um, and yeah, I just think that and that's just for me as a spiritual person as you know like a, a Christian believer that we have to have God first and, right. and when, once we set God first um, in our marriage, then we also have to have make sure God first is in our for our first in our personal and individual lives as husband and as father. Um, my husband is on uh, husband and mother. Um, uh, yes. sorry, husband and wife. I'm tripping. Think about parents, but um, but husband yeah. and wife. So now what you mean? You know, if both of us are putting God first in our lives before our before our spouses. Then we're rooting our marriage in God, uh, in God first, and then that means that we will be better spouses to each other, or at least have some type of uh, extra spiritual guidance. You know what I'm saying to to make this marriage work, and, and um, that's that's that was always and has always been really important to me um, when starting this marriage. And 
it, it goes into that, that 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 conversation that you know folks don't like to have about submission and stuff like that. Um, I know, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it goes into that. But my wife gave an interesting take on that submission thing. It's just like, well, if you if if I know you're rooted in God, then I can submit to what you're doing. But I think it's also twofold too, where we're submitting up to our wives. Um, right, right. It's a, it's a it's a it's a mutual it's a mutual thing, and I I don't think people mm-hmm. um, when it when it's submit it's, it it kind of had this negative connotation. Yeah. Um, in terms of they think like bow down and 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 right. that type of submission, yeah. and, and and there's not you know, and I think submission has such a different. Uh, t- tone and meaning is like it's so much just in terms of how you you know giving your spouse grace and and and, and mercy and i've been doing these doing these marriage couple sessions i tell them that this is the blood versus the crips because there's i mean what i mean is gangs versus each other i'm like how are y'all sleeping in the same bed and y'all like enemies right so right that means that that means that the, the the foundation of of being of God being in the midst of the of the marriage has completely diminished, or if it was ever there at all. Uh-huh. Um, so it needs to kind of recalibrate and and kind of refocus and recenter with God being at the at the head um, of of the relationship in your own lives and then in the in, in the lives of the marriage as well. Um, so I I told I totally agree with you. So I you know I definitely have those conversations with. Um, with couples that are, you know, that are requesting Christian counseling stuff like that, definitely um, have those conversations because it's 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 actually very real. Yeah. So I, I appreciate that you um, acknowledge that. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. And my wife will tell you, like, you know, she I don't I don't like that whole submission thing. Like she 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 kind of she runs stuff. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But it's a uh, it's a definitely a, a partnership collaboration yeah you know what i'm saying yes but yeah. you know I'm, I'm still the head like i had as far as i lead so you know what i'm saying whatever i do she gonna do you know what i'm saying and, and if i'm not setting that tone right then you know it's, it's not gonna it's not gonna go too well so but it's yeah. but it's a partnership right mm-hmm. and that's and at the end of the day that's what it's supposed to be mm-hmm. you know working together so how do you manage career, marriage, and fatherhood? Because that seems to be um, a huge challenge wearing so many hats. Uh, us, man. man, it's it's still a challenge. <laughs> it's, a, it's a it's a it's a daily challenge, man. Um, you know, I, I when I when I first met my wife, man, I told my wife, yo, like, look. If you want, if you want to be with, like, if you want to be with me, just know I'm trying to like change the world, and I got to make sure that you're, you know, cool with that because that with that comes those sacrifices. Um, where I sacrifice and what, 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 what trade that's dope. That first that you were able to, um, let her know what your intentions are, uh, kind of career wise because I, you know, a lot of times I hear, um. That it doesn't happen. That that conversation doesn't really like your intentions about what you would like to do on, on a professional level or personal level. Um, we don't really have those conversations. So, um, you know, your spouse is in the dark about what what your goals are. You know, so that she can kind of be on board and supportive. Yeah, yeah, and, and I mean, I had to. So I wanted to make sure that she was cool with that. Now, granted, like you know, what's funny was that you know when I told her that she was like, "Yeah, I'm down." She's been one of my biggest supporters. And 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 uh, inspirators and, and motivators and prayer warrior for me, 
in regards to me finding out my best self and my most and 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 pushing myself in this career path and in my creative path and just being a better husband and better father and things like that she's been very instrumental in that but then i think when like i think we had a conversation once too where <laughs> she was like wait this is getting like wow i didn't know we would get to get to this level where so much exposure like you know what i'm saying when you marry and you're out there doing stuff people want to see your spouse you know what i'm saying and yeah. so She's, yeah. she's a lot more introverted than I am. And so she, that kind of got overwhelming for her for a little bit. And then that, that led to some, you know, back and forth discussions and, and disagreements because, you know, you know, that, that, that sacrifice comes into play when you're talking about wearing all these different hats and being in a community leader and being a leader in my church and, you know, uh, all these different, and then creative and, and got my friends and got my family, you know what I'm saying? And so, um, that's a, still a work in progress, man. Um, we have our disagreements at times about it. Um, sometimes I feel as though um, I may not understand her perspective the whole, the the most, the, in the best way I can because I only, I'm only seeing it that look we here and we not over there. You know what I'm saying? And it should be like you should be able to see this and not just what you're seeing. And um, that caused friction at times. Um, and so, you know, I, all I know is that I try to, um, I've been trying to just pick and choose my times and my battles in regards to balancing all of it. And that means saying no here or maybe taking the time to just be in the same room with her, um, making sure I got to spend time with my daughter in the morning time. I'm taking her to try. Like, I just, you have to do like a, a lot of people think that it's about doing major and big things in those moments to try to balance all these different hats. But it's really the smaller things that help yeah. with building up those balancing moments in all those different hats. You know what I'm saying? And, and for example, like for the father side, like, okay, well, I'll take my daughter to her grandmother's in the morning time. Now that gives me some time to spend with her in the morning time to, you know, just have this father and daughter relationship. And then, you know, after that, I go to work. I be my, I be the professional, nine to five. I leave. Right. And then I come home and then me and my wife cook dinner, you know, or cook dinner together or just be in the same room together. Um, and sometimes, like I said, I'm not saying I'm the best person at that. Um, sometimes, I, you know, it, it gets to the point where I'm just, where I'm constantly doing and she's constantly, she just feels like she's isolated, you know, and, and so I have to get get back on track with that. Um, right, right. You know, but it, and just, it's just like, it's just something we've worked out. And I think it's something we tried, we definitely worked on uh, when we had our daughter because it just, it was in the midst of me having her, my daughter, she was still in school, finishing up stuff. I just got out of school, I was getting my foot, my feet wet and stuff. And it takes its toll. It takes its toll yes. because everybody's pulling on you, um, and you, you've got to main, you got to figure out how to manage these different um, these different roles together. Um, unless you're going to lose yourself in it. Yeah, that, that, and that's and I feel like we all try to to figure that out. Uh, everything that you're saying, I think a lot of um, husbands are. are are, are dealing with that like how to 
do kind of do your thing, but then also be available and be present. And if I know for me, um, is that that guilt, you know, I, it range on me a lot in terms of um, am I doing enough and want, you know, want to make sure that I'm available and present, all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. So um, it could definitely um, weigh on you heavy. And sometimes you don't even realize that um, could affect your mood too. Like, you know, I wish yes. I could be doing more. I'm trying to, you know, so I think like being intentional and being aware about it um, and just trying your best. I think that's the, um, the best thing. Yeah, that, you know, you know, you can't be tugging too, you know, tugging too far away from the the family now, you know, helping everybody else. I think it's in that balance of um, being trying to be available to, you know, the the obligations you have, but then you know, home is first, and that's one thing. Um, my, I remember when I did uh, marriage counseling, my my bishop said that's like, you know take care of your, you know, be there for your kids and, and your family, stuff like that. So I always remember that. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, but, you know, too, I think it being for us as men to be in, in, intentional what I'm learning, um, for us to be intentional, it has to be for us to be present. And what I'm gathering when I'm talking to guys and doing stuff with different guys, stuff like that, is that we're not present. So no, we're not because present. Because they're robotic. Yeah, for everybody was used to doing everything this way, and so when that 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 that, that issue comes from wife or whatever, as you know, you're not giving enough attention, you're not spending enough time with me. We automatically go into that robotic mode where, well, I'm doing this, I'm doing that, I'm paying for this, you doing, it, you know what I'm saying? I'm providing, you know what I'm saying? Right. Why is that not enough? And I've been there before. I've said those same things, like I'm I'm doing this, I'm doing that. Why is this not enough? And it's like, well, are you being intentional with my time? You know what I'm saying? Being intentional with me and the attention yeah. that I need. And so, like you said, the 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 what the, what happens when we start looking at the things that's pulling and tugging on us, we get so wrapped up in that we don't even see how that's pulling away from us. And so, one of the things I definitely did last year is, you know, I I, I realized that. I didn't, I didn't, I wasn't happy and I was having my own things that I was dealing with and the years prior I had a, you know, a lot of deaths. 2018 I lost a couple grandmothers the same year and what I, I said something a couple, maybe a couple of weeks ago on a timeline was me and my wife have been married for five years man, and we have pretty much lost a family member every single year. Wow. Um, it, it's something since 2015, man, we probably lost family every single year. And I'm talking about from uncles to um, to major grandparents that were, you know, in our lives and influential. Um, you know, she lost a grandparent um, the month after she gave birth to my daughter. Like, it, and I just thank the God that we're still here and still managing. But when you talk about those different things that weigh on you, right, and losses, and losses, huge, yeah, you know? Yeah. And talk about losses, then talk about the everyday going through life, just the everyday struggle. Yeah. You right. start to really see, okay, I need to get my stuff together because what's happening is that it's spilling over to my relationship and my marriage. I'm not as attentive as my wife as I should be. Um, I'm more irritable when she tells me to do something. Um, I'm just, I'm tired. I'm stressed out. And I don't feel like dealing with her, even when it's something small that she brings to me. You know what I'm saying? 
how and how real is that? And and I and when you point that those things out to, to to brothers, is like they don't even really realize it. Like yo, you like you need your own space to to talk about those things and to deal with those things yeah. and develop tools around it because. Like raw dog in life like that without no, <laughs> no tools like that's rough. Yeah, you know, like not not having no support system, not having no therapy, not having no coping strategies. Like that, like that's 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 rough. Like just dealing with those raw emotions with nothing to do. With nothing, it, you know, nothing to deal with, nothing to cope with it, or the the, the cope of that is you know is that something that that you shouldn't be using. Neg- yeah. Right, right. So illicit substances, you know, yeah. anger and aggression, you yeah. know, um, yeah. you know, all the, the, those adverse um, reactions. Right. And it, it just it piles up and it builds up, man. And so, right. you know, you know, with that, you know, what I'm saying I got my therapist last year, you know, what I'm saying and I, I got I think my next performance like next month, next week or something like that. But either way, he's been a, he's been helpful in me understanding and seeing that or just helping me just unloading and unpacking so that right. I can be, you know what I'm saying, uh, less weight when I'm going to deal with my marriage and deal with my wife um, and just be a better communicator um, of, of what I'm feeling in those moments and, and not carrying the issues and ills of life. Yeah. Alone on your Alone. back. Yeah. So, so that's interesting that you um, brought up communication because um, in the kind of like the pre-filler when you, um, you know, asked to be a guest, um, kind of asked you what is it that you would like to kind of talk about and work on in therapy out in the open and you stated patience and communication. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So tell me a little bit more about um, the lack of patience or maybe, you know, tell me, tell me about the patience and the communication. What do you mean by that? I'm just an impatient person. <laughs> Real rap, man. I'm just an impatient person, man. I've I, I really noticed that over the past couple of, year, couple of years, man. And, you know, um, I think we all have struggled with impatience, but I know for a fact I'm impatient. And um, I, I know that sometimes I'm also not the best communicator when it comes to my emotions or feelings, or I wait to the last minute to communicate my emotions or feelings. So I have a bad habit at times of getting irritated and well frustrated i can't usually i can't i don't i can't hide my face like when i get irritated or frustrated i really can't and uh, i don't have a poker face anymore with that uh i used to but i think it's gone away now <laughs> um but then with that though like i won't i won't say what i'm feeling in that moment because i feel like it might not be best or i'm scared right. of hurting the person's feelings right or because my approach is so like direct or brass, I think at times it may it may like come off like I don't care, especially with my wife. And so um, when I'm just trying to express kind of what I'm feeling at the moment, and so sometimes and so I I'll usually back off and not say anything and be like you know I'm good you know what I'm saying. And I think I was telling her too. I, I was like one time I really started when I start. I do a lot of self introspection. It's like thinking because I've struggled with anger for the longest time, and I've seen anger creep back in the last couple of years. Granted, so many stuff was happening, but right. um, 
I've always and people are like, oh, you, you dealt with anger. I can't even see you angry. I'm like, man, right, you just don't know, like, you know what I'm saying? But I know, I know they, they, take, they take it because you're kind of chill and laid back. Yeah, that right, and, and it, it takes a lot of um, prey and humbleness to kind of keep you at an even keel. You know? Exactly, exactly. Because once I go there, I'm there. That's it. And, and, and the thing about it, I tell everybody all the time, like, and I, I it's like, if I get there, I'm not, I'm not, I don't regret what I say in those moments. Oh, wow. <laughs> when I, I'm just being real, when I, once I get to that, that, that level, I don't regret what I say because I'm a real big person on, I mean, what I say. And so whatever I told you in that moment, that's what I felt. Now, I apologize wow. for getting, I apologize for getting angry and getting upset, right? Or doing whatever. But whatever I told you in that moment, I meant I meant that. I meant that. Wow. You know what I'm saying? And I'm, I'm not going and I and, and I own that. I own that because I don't want to say, well, I, I didn't really mean it that way, or you know what I'm saying? Da, 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 da. You know, I, sometimes I'll get into that back and forth with my, my wife about I didn't mean it that way because she might take it a certain way. That's different. I'm talking right. about to the point when I get to the elevator point where like I get angry and upset and whatever comes out, whatever comes out. And so I know those moments. I know those right. moments. You know, for, you know, for me, like, for me, is I, I feel remorse after for coming out like, like I, I replay back, like, why did I do that? Like, yeah, for me, so I try to maintain a level of calmness because once, I, yeah, for me, it's like I replay back every moment, like, why did I act like that? Why did I do yeah. that? Like, and that remorse, I don't like that. Feeling. And everybody don't have that feeling. Some people are like, yeah, you know, I'm, I don't care, and they can move on. But yeah, I feel that remorse. I feel like, yo, why did I say that? Or not even why I said it. Why did I um, come across that way? Or just like remorse for coming out of character. Yeah. So that kind of keeps me in kind of it's kind of like a consequential thinking. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I don't want those feelings afterwards. So let me maintain my composure. Right. And and that's true. And I, I feel you on that because I'll, I'll replay those moments like, dang, why did I get to that level whatever? But I'm not remorseful for what I said in those moments. That's the only thing because I own that. <laughs> I just own it. You know what I'm saying? I said, and, and I think too, I think we as a, I think sometimes too also we have to really, as a people, like just, if you feel that way, then let it be that. You know what I'm saying? And, and I think we just have to be a little bit more up from each other with some compassion, of course. But, like, because at least we know where we, each other stands. You feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, and, and that could clear up a lot of uh, expectations, clear up a lot of, you know what I'm saying, thoughts of maybe preconceived thoughts or feelings that somebody may be feeling. It can clear up a lot of that and just be a little bit more direct. And you know what I'm saying? And I, I well, with, with what I say, like, you know what I'm saying, it just... When I get to that level, it's hard for me to, it takes a while for me to come down. I do feel remorseful about getting to that point, but what I said is what I said. Now, you know, going forward with communication wise though, if I had just communicated initially when I was irritated or frustrated all, all break, I wouldn't have never got to that level. You know what I'm saying? Right. That's so. That's what I want to get to. So why she got to get? So why she got to? Or they got to get that smoke when there was opportunity. Yeah. But but for you to say it. But see, because the opportunities, right? The, the opportunities. Sometimes I feel like I can't. If I if I say that initially, it might not be the right time to say it. 
or but how you know did, did you did you do a poll did you do a survey like how, how you know well sometimes it goes left <laughs> sometimes it goes left you know sometimes it goes left and it leads to an argument or at least to you know say feelings may be hurt or uh but how did know. how did you say it how did you say it, it so, sometimes it could be it just be me directly saying nah i don't feel like doing that or nah i don't want to do that or nah i don't think this is this is uh this is that you know what i'm saying or i don't agree with that and i think the disagreements at times lead to the thought of not that i don't care and then i have to explain myself and so when i try to explain myself it looks like i'm coming off as defensive um right when i'm not i'm just saying what i felt you know in that moment so i tread lightly at times uh, off the initial because i also think get back to what i was trying to say with that i also think sometimes that it may be something that might be that irritates me that I'll be like, all right, let me just wipe it off. I can brush it off and get over it, but I don't for some reason. You know what I'm saying? Like, dang, I should have, you know what I'm saying? I'm still kind of perturbed about it. Stuff that be, stuff that still be bothering me that I don't even know is bothering me. You know what I'm saying? That's yeah. the thing I had to really, I started really learning the last couple of years is that there is stuff that bothers me. I just learned for so long to just keep it trucking, right? to make sure that everybody else is chill <laughs> and don't want to cause no friction. And then, but I never actually really really dealt with that situation or issue right. I felt. That, well, that's heavy to carry. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. That's heavy to carry because the, you think, right, you think that it's like, oh, it's under the rug, it's not bothering me. But you building up like a, a force field. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, and then when they explode, you can't take no more. Yeah, and so then I end up exploding, and and then stuff gets said, and then stuff or I didn't know, or you know, or I think too, was me and my wife too, we had a discussion like because we're so much of like helpers that sometimes we won't say what each other feels because we are protecting the other person, right. You know what I'm saying? And I was like, that's a dynamic I've never been in before. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, because that's what makes our, like, makes us, I think, so much love, like, loving people and still, like, really connected and still making this marriage work. And that's why it works, you know, because we are so much alike, even though we have our differences. And we have a, we're different personalities with different, you know, X, Y, and Z. But when it comes to, like, loving and, and, and caring for people, we do that hard. We just do it differently, right? You know what I'm saying. The differences and and how we do it is, is a lot different, and even in communication wise, it's a lot different. You know what I'm saying. And so, um, but that sometimes we'll get that we'll get that crossroads. So one of us has to break that ice of, all right, look, like <laughs> this is how I feel. You know, this is what's going on. This is how I'm feeling, and, and validate that. You know what I'm saying versus trying to protect the other person. So that's something like something that's something that's you. So how can you start to like to like work on that? It seems like you guys got a good rhythm going. So how can you guys like deal with that? Well, even with starting with you, Trey, like what can you do to kind of um, mitigate? Considering that you guys align really well, mm-hmm. so how can you guys, in a loving way, kind of say nah, or or, or even because I think like. 
I think it's the straight up no, but I feel like alternatives is a great like we can't do this or how about this? Yeah, I I, I, I think alternatives. Um, <laughs> yeah, the straight up no thing is not is not the best at times. Um, I can see that also with my daughter, so I have to really be mindful of that. Um, just like okay, well I can't do this now, but I can do this. Um, or I, I can do this. I can't do this today, but I can do it tomorrow. And uh, and staying with that, um, I think because I've also had an issue um, with my tone at times. My tone can come off like people were like, you know, sometimes it'd be like, man, your tone is just like so. It's is just really like like aggressive, I guess. Um, even though I'm not being like aggressive at that moment. Um, but it's just really like, I guess, direct and to the point. And I think, I think I get it from my dad. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, it hits people differently, especially my loved ones. Um, when I say certain things and I might be saying it in a direct way and they, they, they take it and it's like, yo, like that really hit me, yo. And so, um, I try to, um, use a different tone or, or, or I try to, cause I'm big on preventative stuff. So like, right. I'm big on like, okay, well. In order to kind of ease that friction or ease that 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 um, ability to to have yes and no, right? Let's make sure that we're giving you the attention or giving you what you need in those moments beforehand. Beforehand, before it gets to a a question or a situation or relationship question or a dialogue, let's make sure that you're getting a preventative. Um, I almost massage, massage, but making sure that you have a safe space in order mm-hmm. to to receive a yes or no answer or question. You feel what I'm saying? And not feel attacked, not feel like I'm shooting it down, not feel like I'm um I don't care. Because it's a difference if my wife uses like uses the term love tank. It's a difference if I say no or I don't feel like doing that right now. If your love tank is empty, it will hit differently versus it being full you know what I'm saying so just being very mindful of that too um because from a communication standpoint um of my tone how I approach it how I say it but also the preventative maintenance of is her love tank being um, filled up today you know what I'm saying and and that's a a lot to navigate like (laughs) there come different components yeah like how many different components you have to be mindful of, right? So then, so you got to pay your bills, then you got to, you know, put gas in your car, you got to go to work, you got like, you know, do work, and then you know you have your clients, you have your organization, you have church, and now on top of that, you, you have to be mindful about communication, you have to be mindful about your tone, you have to be mindful. You know, it's like I think we fall short because it's like so many things to have to be intentional about. Yeah. Yeah. Right, because generally, like, because we're going through the motions, we have a lot going on in our head, and sometimes it, we're here, but we're not really here. Mm-hmm. So when you go in automatic mode, like you, like you just said, you think you got it from your dad, right? Because I was going to ask you, you know, it's a kind of a cultural thing in terms of your tone, right? There's something that you observe, there's something that's in the bloodline and stuff mm-hmm. like that in terms of how you respond. Um, how much is your is your wife aware of? Um, that about you like how much of it is she aware that this is just you know that's just how he is so um whereas it doesn't um bother her as much 
I mean, she's very aware. She she has a relationship with my mom, my dad, and she sees my how my dad, you know, is, and I tell her stories, you know, about like, cause me and my dad beef one time. I I, I beef with him one time, and I was like, yo, you only taught me two emotions: is happiness and 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 anger. It, you know what I'm saying? And I said, you don't you didn't teach me how to communicate emotions effectively. I had a conversation with him a couple of years ago about that. Um, and um, so she, she she knows the story. She sees that. She sees how my mom communicates. My mom communicates in not you know um, different ways as well, and she can see that. Hello. Yeah, man. What's up? Hey. Dang, I was in the middle of an important point. Now I remember. I, was I trying know. To say. I know. <laughs> <laughs> and that's technology for you, man. Yeah. Dang. Oh. Dang. So good. Okay. Yeah, man. So yeah. So thank you, man. So, so basically, as we um we were kind of talking about the communication, but I definitely and and patience, but we kind of want to get to um seems like you guys have open dialogue about it. Um. So what would you like to do differently, Trey? About those two areas that you that you um define that you need to work on. Um, I, I just want to be more of an effective communicator um, with my emotions um, and feelings um, in a tone, uh, thinking a tone that's more receptive and um, appeasing, you know, okay. and, and, and just, you know, being more patient in, in regards to how she may feel about it um, or you know, it may be, may be indifferent of mine and, and just rolling with that um, because I have to, you know, validate her, you know, her feelings and thoughts about it regardless if they're not mine. Um, and just, you know, even though I think maybe, even if I think maybe that she shouldn't take it a bad way or she shouldn't feel this way because of X, Y, and Z, it's still her opinion at the end of the day or feeling at the end of the day. And so, um so yeah, man, just you know, just just being more of an open and effective communicator of my emotions and feelings, and that may be just me um, making sure that my freaking life is together <laughs> before I step into this house. You know what I'm saying? Um, am I doing the work that I'm supposed to be doing individually um, in order to navigate that 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 space or next next um, role when I get off work? You know, so yeah. Okay. Okay. So, what would you think she would say that she needs from you? Like, what's one thing she would say? Uh, you know, Trey, this would be helpful if you did this. Um, knowing who your wife is. Knowing who my wife is, I think she would. She would probably say time. Like, I need your time and attention. Um, and. Sometimes not even me just speak like speaking or, or doing something, um, Aaron. It's more for just me being in the room, um, just being next to her. Um, so just knowing who I know she is, and knowing that I've heard you know this countless of times, is that I just I just need a little bit more of the time and attention. Yeah. Is that simple for you, or is that difficult? Um. It's simple for me. It can be difficult at times because I don't think sometimes I'm at, I may not be in a place 
mentally to be in this space with her because of whatever you know going on in life, whatever I got going on. Um, but it's a very simple request. I just need to, to meet it a little bit more. So it sounds like being intentional about doing that. Maybe I used to give a suggestion to my to my, some of my, my male clients that you actually put it on your calendar to do it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and they found <laughs> it kind of silly at first, but is you know we we need we need coaching, we need guiding, we need remembrance. So setting an alert or something kind of because it's not auto, it's not automatic. You know, even as therapists, we're not perfect either. Um, right at all um and you you know you have you're here we're here you're there everywhere and we do need you know support and coaching as well so um that's just kind of one suggestion is like the intentional part about doing it because we know your, your heart is in a good place and it's not um being malicious it's just mm-hmm. being you have to be you know, guided and, rem- and remembering to do it because that's what you know be beneficial Part of that, right. part of that alignment, right? Part of that covenant under God is to nurture that relationship. That's what you need. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. you know you want to be intentional about doing that. Hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I, the thing about adding to the calendar that does seem a little silly, but yeah, that that definitely put something to keep reminding me. If anything, right. and she and she ain't got to know because it's in your phone, is your calendar, and it's alert, and it pops up. You know, whatever you know, you need to do at that time. You know, it's kind mm-hmm. of a reminder, stop everything that you're doing and actually do it. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Definitely keep that in mind. Definitely look into doing that. And I feel like that may also help with the patients a little bit, right? Now, you know, you actually kind of slowing down a bit um, and being more intentional about things because some of that... Uh, Loss of patience, maybe a lot of it may be cultural or kind of what you observe, but a lot of it is just the overwhelmingness as well. So we we lose our tolerance for for little, you know, for anything, just because we're feeling, you know, pulled hair there and everywhere. You don't see me doing this, I'm doing that and doing it. So you lose that um, ability to be kind of make I want to say rational, rational, but also understanding. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just because we're all over the place. So part of the organizing. Of, of the time that kind of helped minimize some of that anxiety as well. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I, I subscribe to that uh, definitely, 100%. You know, being pulled in so many directions and then I can hear myself saying that, like, yo, I'm doing this, that, and the third, you know what I'm saying, USC. And it's like, well, okay, well, still, like, <laughs> you know. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm your wife, like, let's go over, let's do this, you know what I'm right. saying? So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, so um, definitely something to kind of think about. Appreciate you taking uh, taking the time to be on Aaron Talks today. We had a little glitch with technology, but you know the show must go on anyway. So I appreciate you, you know, taking the time to be on. And um, kind of before we close out, kind of what was one thing that you. Um, learned about or you know kind of um just through this conversation that is kind of like your takeaway from today um takeaway would be just um simple things simple things can make the the biggest impact um 
with what we said about just the calendar invite and and if calendar invites are just increased like that that time and affection right and that's like silly that sounds silly right but it's not because it's very simple and practical that can make a long lasting impact so I think we I think I I know for me I don't know about everybody else but I think sometimes I get get in my head and, and make things more complex than what I need to be instead of just looking at it from a practical standpoint um and so I'm glad that you clear you made you gave me like a of gym that was super super practical and simple um to, to to do and so um that's one of the takeaways i have from this conversation and just just really feeling like yo i'm not the only brother that be going through this <laughs> right and so, that's why and that's why it's important that we talk about it too because we feel that we feel isolated feel alone that we're going through, through, through things and that's not the case at all when you realize that we always you know we all progressive and trying to do things and in our respective fields and stuff so um, yeah. just having a conversation like wow it's okay it's not just me um, and then how could we support each other in a positive way um, to move forward the best way we can yeah and I think it's deeper than just happy happy wife happy life we got freelance too you know what I'm saying nah, yeah, that, but that's the reason why yeah that that's dead that's yeah. dead and gone that's dead yeah. and gone that that yeah, that narrative is dead. I, that's buried. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we can't, we can't rock with that because it's a mutuality. Because um, happy wife, happy life, that means the the, the, the the husband or the other partner, whoever is not um, in the midst at all, you know, their feelings are discounted. No, so it's, it's mutuality. Mm-hmm. Happy, mutual happiness. <laughs> right, mutual happiness. For yeah. sure, bro, for sure. Well, I appreciate it, you know, Trey, you come, you know, coming on the the virtual couch today for Aaron Talks. I appreciate you. Thank you for tuning in for another uh, folks tuning to another episode of Husband Files, and stay tuned for another episode coming your way real soon. Thank you. Yeah, thank you, sir. I appreciate you, man. Oh, All right. man, no doubt. All right. All right.